We're the City from Homotopia, Art Crawl, Episode 3. This art crawl uh, takes us to a very historic part of the city. In fact, probably it's the most historic of the locations that we're going to be visiting um, on these art crawls. Uh, it's the oldest Chinatown in Britain, uh, in Europe. It's Liverpool's Chinatown, and if people don't visit it regularly, I suppose the image that you would get of the area would be of restaurants, Chinese restaurants. And of course there are Chinese restaurants aplenty along this street here. But of course the one thing about Liverpool's Chinatown is that it's relatively unusual. It's famed for having an art centre on its on the corner. It's got the, uh, the public house, the Nook, which has gone down in history as a, a pretty rare building in its own right. And of course, the strange thing about it is that the Chinese arch, which is one of those things that emblematizes for people uh, a Chinatown, was actually a quite late gift from the city of Shanghai uh, and wasn't originally around when um, Chinatown was in its, its, its port heyday. So this area kind of has got a lot of kind of layers of meaning to it. And um, to explore one artwork that's appeared uh, magically in the area, uh, I have with me uh, Rebecca Clark, who is a member of the women-led collective uh, Moon Cup Theatre, which specialises, fairly obviously, in performance work. <laughs> Rebecca, do you come down into Chinatown very often? I've definitely uh, been down Chinatown many a time, sometimes slightly bleary-eyed, sometimes slightly drunk, sometimes with awe, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to, lot to be fairly amazed about here. Uh, and, of course, we've come to possibly one of the more unusual um, interpolations on this street because the bagelry, I mean bagels I associate with New York New probably, York bagels, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. but it's a very successful uh, restaurant cafe um, and I've eaten in it, have you? I certainly have, yes. Yeah, we've, we've uh, found it a happy homestead, I think it's a very happy homestead for the LGBTQ community generally and when we get here because we're quite used to the idea of coming and seeing, is there anybody in today that I know and looking through the window? Only the window's kind of different today. It's got a it's very quite great... quite exciting, yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot of inscription on it. Shall I use that word? Inscription, yeah. Like yeah, that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of words. There's a lot of diagrammatic lines and things around it. And I think for people who maybe won't take this crawl, but just take it from us, we should probably just try and evoke what's there. Maybe you start off, what, what, what stands out for you from this? I think for me what strikes me the most is it kind of has the immediate colours and the lines that are striking out. Um, very sensitive, it feels very sensitive to me. It, very, it kind of reminds me of the women's hospital a little bit, actually. Yeah. Um, it's got the blues, it feels quite calming, and then it's got this, this figure in the corner, which immediately I see the little huddled figure. Yeah, made um, out of lines. Made out of lines as well, yeah, the purples and the greens, and then just with the small words going around it, and it's a very um, protective figure. For me, it says, well, it says conform and bury, and I think that is, it, I sort of immediately see this, and it's this huddled figure with a little thing underneath that says, uh, digging, for, digging an ever deeper hole must come up for air, must come out for air, and I think that, for me, is the first thing that I see in this, and then straight up above that you've got the dove which is sort of got a very hopeful message that reads the system relies on our complicity we need more than good intentions we need actions which i just i see those as kind of in that juxtaposition yeah and they're on the left side of it they're on the left uh, side. and then there's this uh, big i don't call it a slogan but a, a kind of motif which says both and neither yeah 
uh, with freedom of expression, please. So in a sense, they, it's it's a conversation that's having with us if we want to have it. Yeah. Um, sharing thoughts that the window is having, if you want to put the it that way. The window is having yeah, the thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, uh, this is an artwork by Soph Welton. And I imagine that um, when Soph was putting it together, uh, the idea was to capture as many different thoughts about LGBTQ life as possible and the situation in the world. I mean, if we go over there, I just see the word accept me. Yeah, you, yeah. you see something every single time you look at a different angle, you just see another part of it, which tells you another little thing. It's just feels very informative, but gently informative. Yes, yeah. I mean, you could spend 10 minutes with this just um, uh, getting used to the different kind of thoughts that are there. I've just realized that it's a person as well. The lines are a person, aren't they? Uh, yes, they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, decoding it or getting to the bottom of the, what you say, the layers of motif is, is part of the trick of this piece of artwork, isn't it? The trans colours, the trans flag is in there as well. Yes, yeah, so we've got trans yeah. lives matter over there. Yeah. Uh, at the top, I just want to hold hands with you in any street, anywhere, without fear. You could certainly go away with an awful lot of good things to say to people as a result of doing this, wouldn't you? It's got some good statistics as well. So if you were just looking at something and you wanted to, if you felt like you didn't necessarily have any statistics to hand for any information around queerness, then I think it's a really lovely way of doing it. You can have, right, it says 40% of trans people um, and 52% of non-binary people adjust the way that they dress for fear of discrimination. But that's very nicely put and it's a very non-threatening way. So anyone who maybe perhaps isn't, you know, aware of these sort of, statistics would be great for them to find yeah. this. I think even just the existence of statistics. I mean, so much of what um, queer people have faced over the recent times has been about people who've got no actual statistics or facts. Yeah. They've just got a kind of ill-informed gut feeling. Yeah. And so this is a kind of a way, a small encyclopedia of the of the important things to think about vis-a-vis LGBTQ. Absolutely, yeah. And then, of course, there's the thing that's slightly odd about it, which is it's transparent. It's uh, transparent. So, effectively, while we're here now, we can actually look in and see human beings eating, drinking and yep. consuming as part of the, the regular daily business of the, of the bagelry. Yeah. I like anything that can approach a subject matter with kindness, and this just feels very, very kind to me. It feels very gentle, but at the same time, very meaningful and very much, you know, in possession of facts as well which is it's just a brilliant way to approach something from my perspective yes and if there's bagels involved then that's great well. <laughs> i agree i'll tell you what, what is strange about it which is that um this is all applied to the surface from the inside so it's right. so it's a transparency but for example right in the middle of it is the food hygiene rating, it's food hygiene rating <laughs> which is a strong four can we say it's very strong four yeah exactly and then <laughs> at the side you've got opening times in today's special people are going to come here on the walk because it is part of the uh, idea of the thing that it's followed in a sequence so you get here and and what would be what would be your um, your feeling or impression in seeing it i just get i just get a real sense of friendliness i think i get a real sense of friendliness and i want to i want to learn more it leads you to read different pieces different you know I think it's something that you would walk past even if it's just your daily work you know walk to work I feel like this is something you would walk past and have a little read of this art crawl of is that gives you more exercise than the other two uh, <laughs> because we have to walk quite a way through Liverpool from one kind of uh, urban environment to another we've come from 
Chinatown and we're now absolutely in the thick of what we call the Baltic Triangle which is an area of great growth, uh, great cultural diversity, uh, small businesses, old warehouses, lots and lots and lots of building and we've come to Baltic Creative which is both a, a business centre but it's also a place where you can eat and uh, relax and <laughs> reflect on the business of being a cultural operative and on the front of it is uh, is the next of these uh, artworks and uh, and it's called something quite unusual I think uh, quite wordy it is birds of a feather flock together aka a new family portrait um, Rebecca what would you say about it as a family? This is three people. What, what are they looking like? What are they looking at? Well, they're looking straight out at us quite, um, with quite, an, I don't know, quite a hard-earned look, stare on their face, hard-worn. Um, it seems quite um, territorial to me. It seems quite um, staking the claim, claiming their ground. Uh, it's a family of what seems to be uh, the mother behind and two possibly children in front um but not young children not no. young children no um it seems it seems a f it could be a family i mean i was looking a bit at the artist it seems very much it could be a family of of finding e of each other you know people who've stumbled yeah. upon each other and found each other and claimed this land but it does feel very american feels very frontier new yeah. frontier-esque well the artist oyh is uh, based in new york i think yeah and uh, there's american motifs there there's stars uh, and um, one or two other motifs that are not entirely clear. We'll deal with those in a minute. The issue of family, of course, is a very big one for the LGBTQ community at the moment because apart from we are family, which means that we all support each other and belong to a, um, a, a, an empathetic group, yeah, I mean, there's group, also yeah. the way in which families come about and the way in which families claim each other. So there's a lot of things to be thought about in relation to um, it as an issue. But I mean, this one is curious because it, as you say, it, it stands very central to its own idea of itself. Um, and to me, you know, if I were walking by and we were not like you and I are looking at something that we expected to find, um, I would think it was just a, a very confrontational rock band. <laughs> what would they be called? Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, they wouldn't be called family, that's for sure. <laughs> Interesting question, actually. They. Uh, uh, I mean, there's a bit of tough stuff about it. it I mean, it's oh, stylistically, yeah. it's it's a swirl with what looks like um, very strong oil paint. It is. It's it's very rugged. It has the ruggedness of a yeah. I wouldn't necessarily know the brushstroke style, but yeah, it's it's a yeah. rough one. I mean, it's yeah. a poster. I mean, it's stuck yeah. on the wall, but it yeah. but it is an artwork that exists. I think elsewhere and in uh, probably in the gallery or something like that. For all I know, um, the other thing to say about this is just behind us, actually, or over there. Um, is a huge amount of graffiti and this particular area has uh, has before it's been rebuilt has had quite a lot of um, quite random graffiti and writing on wall yeah so there's nothing Definitely particularly no queer about finding an image on a wall round here not at all um it has to be about the content of the thing and i see for example what do you think those birds are along the bottom of the picture Wait, so maybe possibly storks it could be storks i saw it as um Oh, so, yeah, yeah, storks, maybe bringing of children, the bringing of family, the bringing of, yeah. But it's, it's very stylistic. I wouldn't necessarily be able to be a specific bird come to mind. No, that's true. Um, I'll tell you where I'm on this one, which is I go to galleries fairly often to see pictures and 
some established galleries, some you know, like new artworks and so on. And in each of those cases, I spend time in front of a piece, as it were, reading it, trying to find uh, what it means and appreciating it and everything else. And this kind of says, spend some time with me and see if you can unravel some of the unravel things. Unravel the mystery of it, I think, yeah. I like, it reminds me of, um, I think it's called American Gothic. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Grant it, Wood. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's got a severity to it. I don't know, there's something about it where you look into their eyes, it feels quite... There's an intensity, yeah. Yes, there is. I mean, it, it, one thing it projects very strongly is strength, which is whatever kind of family we are, it says. Strength as a unit, yeah. We are together and um, and you, you, don't, you can't take us apart. You can only um, examine the way in which we seem to link up with each other. And that's, that's the strength of the thing, I think. Yeah. Um, but as I say, in this particular area where there's a lot going on, it's, <laughs> it's got to be strong. Yeah, it has. Just to... Uh, to focus the attention of people. Away from Jürgen Klopp, yeah, I agree. Well, exactly so. <laughs> Not uh, that he should lose attention, he's a good guy. No, I mean, this place <laughs> has changed hugely over the last four or five years. Um, does it feel like a, a real area to you, or does it still... When you say feel... real area, do you mean...? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in a sense, does it feel... Does it have a coherence as an area, or is it still a miscellaneous collection of... Um, bits and pieces that adds up to a district. Do you know when I worked, well, I moved back here about four years ago, and um, and to me, because I'd never experienced Baltic, it didn't exist when in its current state when I left, and it was, an, it's an interesting place. I mean, the gentrification is real. Yes. <laughs> um, but also, I don't know, it has got a magic to it, and there's like, cause obviously, like, there's, there's Kitchen Street, there's different places that you experience different things, you go and caffeinate here, like there's, there is a coherence to it, it may be lost within a few years, but there's definitely a, there's been a powerful thing over the last few years, I'd say, in this area. Yeah, there's something that I'm, I'm coming up against quite a lot with regard to these different locations, which is the difference between places that have been made by planners mm -hmm. and things that have been evolved by people. Yeah. I think this still exists in the kind of evolved by people category, doesn't it? I think it just does, yeah. That's, it's, it's, I mean, with the pandemic and with everything like that, I mean, there are definitely places that are going to suffer, but I feel like... It has got, it has an identity. Yeah, a rich, complex It has complex a rich, complex, yeah. And just to be clear, the one of the things that that means is it's a challenge for people who want to queer it because it's almost queer in its, its already own right. It already is. It grew out, yeah, it grew, it's grew to, yeah. It, it, it grew, grew to queer. interrogate <laughs> yeah, itself. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's important. So this here is what you might call the latest addition to a gallery of um, assertions yeah. about what it is to be, um, culturally diverse in the beginning of the 21st century. Uh, we don't get more central to the city than the, the pier head and the docks. And here we are actually inside rather than outside. Yep. Uh, it's uh, the atrium part of the development which contains the open eye gallery and the Open Eye Gallery is a photography gallery, so we're expecting uh, images left, right and centre, which we've actually found. Round the corner, but in the atrium, but not actually in the gallery, are two things sitting side by side, one of which is a, uh, a digital screen projection, and then beside it is a poster, which is the one that is labelled as actually part of our art crawl. The project is called To Be Frank. The artist, photographer, is Michael Parry, who lives in Liverpool and works from Liverpool. And we are able to look at two pieces of work side by side. 
So let's just concentrate for a moment, Rebecca, on the poster. It's... Uh, it's bold. <laughs> it's bold. It's curious. It's strange. Um, it is possibly a transgender. It's somebody dressed in a very unconventional and slightly dishevelled form of drag. Yep. And the context of it, the picture, where are they, do you reckon? I mean, from, to my eyes, it's a bathroom. Um, and it's in a just sort of a destructed um, demolition site. Uh, there's no sink. There's just a mirror. And um, and Francis Diamante, who's the well, the, the person in the picture, is applying lipstick to the camera. But there is a mirror by them, which I quite like. Yes. Yeah. And also holding a holding stiletto. the heels. The heels are the main. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the dress is pretty much kind of um, dance club a go go. It is. It's almost as though the clubs crumbled around the Francis and they're unaware that the party's stopped, in a way. Uh, yes, yeah. well, exactly. And in a sense, the party will not stop. Well, it won't, yeah. Because, uh, because as long as you've got some lipstick and, and a heel, then, then you could do it. So in that sense, it's, it's a city, of course, that has been heavily demolished over yeah. the years. So we're looking at, as it were, as you say, the, the spirit of camp, if you want to put it that way, um, preserving itself in the middle of... Uh, classic rising from the ashes isn't it is yes the, it is yeah. though we've no idea what might be there in the future yeah in a sense all we know is that something has gone almost completely the sink has been demolished taken <laughs> away the mirror is still there and therefore the narcissistic sense of self yeah. is still there yeah of itself that doesn't i think add up to a particularly positive view of the lgbtq community i mean it, it i'm not saying it's freaky but it allows for people to dismiss that to say, dismiss it and say and and yeah, see it as other and not and not something they could relate to but i i i dare anybody who's from liverpool who goes on nights out in liverpool not to be able to relate to that picture well i agree <laughs> and uh, i mean i'm aware that in this particular place down by the docks there's a lot of people who don't go for nights out in to liverpool. be fair you might not stumble across them here but yeah, yeah yeah but if we then turn our attention left to the projections and then we've got more images of the to be frank project which is what this is what I understand now and recognise is that Frank, Francis Diamante, is a long-standing member of the Liverpool community, um, LGBTQ community, who has um, made a rather a, an important thing of his street presence. Right. And uh, the kind of look we see in the poster is the kind of look you would actually find uh, Frank uh, on a bus, going downtown, um, often carrying a... Uh, a ghetto blaster oh, with him um, and um, and he's also I think at one point uh, been a member of one of the, the big local groups and sung with them so there's there's a sense in which um, Frank himself the Frank that's being celebrated by Michael Parry is actually uh, a living artwork is the work is the work of art yeah the walking artwork yeah that of itself makes me feel better about the image right. because if there's something slightly degraded about that we know that the, the life of Frank carries on. Yeah. And these are interesting images, aren't they? The ones... Um, well, the ones that are flashing up on the screen, I think we saw before, was the, was the holding the records. And it's just disruptive. It's just beautiful, disruptive, queer bravery around the city, it feels like. Yes. It's, uh, yeah. Let's say that this is documentation. Yeah. Rather than an artwork in its own right, like the ones we've looked at in the, yeah. the other part of the walk. We're actually saying this is documentation of a life uh, a very unconventional, very flamboyant life, uh, which emblematizes a lot of things that the city is about. Yeah. Itself being queer, um, and therefore what we're in a sense is, it's, it's what should I say, reports from the, uh, the 
frontier of queer. And um, in terms of this moving image thing here, which is kind of rather crucial to the, the artwork, I think, I don't think you can see one without the other. Um, does it work for you that, um, uh, that, that, that this, this artwork is, a, is just an artwork in a sense? I mean, in other words, it's not, it's not unexpected, it's not uh, specially created, it's, uh, what should we put it? Um, More of a it, testimony to somebody rather than you mean. Rather yes, than, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, here we are the, the describing it, yeah. but um, would we put no finer point on it would we um, dismiss it simply because it's yet another piece of art in the art quarter it's more about being intrigued to discover who this person is isn't it I think that's the point of the art is that you want to discover who that is and why yes yeah it's a life to be encountered and some of us who have encountered it over the years find it a celebration for others it's a provocation so, Rebecca, we've seen one or two things this morning that have um, gone under the heading of Queering the City. Have they worked for you? Yeah, they have worked for me. I think, actually, the first experience at the bagelry, um, maybe because I'm more local to that area, um, and it's, it had a, had a kindness, it had a, it had a strength in information, and that really, that to me, the bagelry itself is a cheery place. You go for a bagel. So I feel like that had a real sense of, what queer the city can do in a in a powerful and and subtle way you know and then coming around to this sort of thing you're in the baltic you expect to see artwork you expect to see and it was a, it's a strong piece um it's it's forthright and it feels like it's quite challenging in, a, in its stare um and this is a ball you know what i mean this is this is this is part of you know yeah i mean i would love to be able to see francis diamante out on the street that's what i would want to see i'd want to see I want to be able to come around the corner and see them at the docks as well. But that, as an image, is, is, is very Liverpool, I think. Queer the City is presented by Roger Hill. Audio production is by Laura Brown. Series production is by Alex Ferguson for Homotopia. Queer the City is made with support from BBC Radio Merseyside. Visit homotopia.net for more info.